All right, welcome to the Junto Club. I am Johnny, artist, adventurer, and student of leadership. I'm Lance. I'm woke with jokes. And I'm Bo. The best. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and today is September 8th? September 8th, yep. 2017. All right, welcome to the Junto Club. Irma Eve. Quick reminder, Junto Club It was founded by Benjamin Franklin way back when America was great. The purpose of the Junto was to debate questions of morals, politics, and natural philosophy. Our show's not quite that stuffy, but here and there we do stumble upon something profound between the geeky jokes. And today's fun fact about the Junto Club, in Indianapolis, formed a club like this in 1929 by attorney Claude Anderson, and it's been in continuous operation since. Oh, wow. So nice. they do all kinds of stuff. They hit Their members talk about their professional and business pursuits with a regular dose of humor, much like us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, they hold a number of events throughout the year, including golf tournaments. Sounds pretty uppity. Yep. <laughs> a uh, formal Christmas dance. It's too stuffy. Too stuffy. Yeah. And a weekend at Lake Wawasi in northern India. Wawasi? Yeah, uh, yeah. That's right near... Um, how, come, how come we don't do that? I don't know. I go to Wawa all the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See? <laughs> so every weekend we meet up at Wawa. Yeah, basically. <laughs> that's our version of it. <laughs> all right. All right. We're going to get things started with our first segment, Rapid Fire News. I should really stop doing that. (laughs) Good evening. I'm Ron Burgundy, and this is what's happening in your world tonight. All right, gang. So uh, my sources, my my crack team of sources, Mm. one of the cooler things I've seen in a while here, we've got earbuds that translate audio between languages in real time. What? Coming out. I'm super excited about this. Johnny, as an artist, adventurer, and student of leadership, that adventurer part takes you all over the world. Yeah. This type of thing right here would be something that would probably could really come in handy for you. Yeah, that's one step closer to the Star Trek universe, man. Ah, yes. We're, I, I can't wait to get some of that alien action. <laughs> <laughs> wait, that's Finally, I can hit on them aliens properly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it just translates to like something, some type of game <laughs> for aliens. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, so the earpieces uh, are going to run. So how much would you pay for su- su- said technology to be able to translate real time? Translate real time? Yeah. Uh, probably no more than a cell phone. Okay, so a thousand dollars, thousand dollars. It's pretty good mark. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say. I'd say, uh, but not not a new iPhone eight, like an iPhone maybe seven, it's like maybe three hundred. I think they're still like eight hundred dollars. Yeah. Okay, Dude, I, I, uh, I, I'm jaded. I guess I called my <laughs> cell phone company to see how much I owed on my on my iPhone seven the other day, and I, and I was like, I, how do I still owe that much? How did it even cost that much to begin with? You I, owe money on your iPhone? Yeah, I, I'm like I bought it through Apple, so I'm paying like on payment plan or whatever. Oh, it's like a freaking, it's like a thousand dollars. But that doesn't guarantee a replacement. It like might. It, no, oh, uh, no, I, I own it outright when it's done. Huh. Yeah, yeah. I don't replace my phones. It's uh, it, it's neither here nor there. But I was like, damn. I, like, I guess when I signed up for it, I was so happy about it. I didn't realize how much actual money it cost. Yeah. It's like holy crap. Huh. Anyway, uh, so these earpieces are going to cost between one hundred and twenty-nine and one hundred and seventy-nine dollars. Oh, that's, that's just pretty good. That just tells me it doesn't work then. I mean, the commercial I saw. <laughs> really? Where, yeah, because. You asked me how much I would pay. I pay for like five hundred bucks. That's super useful. If I'm traveling in any other country, I need help. That's worth five hundred dollars at least for me. And yep. to pay one hundred thirty bucks. Okay, that's uh, that's, that's like not work. the Kickstarter price. Yeah. When it actually launches, it'll be between two fifty and three hundred. And so the other thing is, I don't understand why this isn't just an app on your phone. I think it works with an app. Okay, because I mean, it would make sense to me. Like, you're going to have your phone, right? And then you're going to have. Uh, it, there's some obviously some computer. It's not just earbuds, and then well, the earbud probably has like the the microphone that picks up the audio, and yeah. then also it goes into your ear. 
so you don't have to have your phone up to your ear to, when you're talking with people or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I understand that, but I'm just saying you buy the earbuds and the earbuds have to be connected to some kind of computer to actually do the translation. It's got to be your phone. For sure, your phone. Yeah. Yeah. So that, it's that's just how it an app on your phone. Yeah. I wonder what the lag is. Like five seconds? Yeah. It'd be like you're listening to an old overdubbed <laughs> uh, was like, kung fu movie. It was like those awkward uh, interviews on the news stations. Oh, yeah. With, like, the you hear me? Yes, it was. Yeah. Well, anyway, I'm, I'm excited about that. It's called the pilot. I guess I'll put the link in the show notes yep. there. A theater of your mind. <laughs> uh, next topic: The Boston Red Sox used Apple watches <sighs> to steal signs against the Yankees. We we got to do a little sports news uh, okay. here and there. It's, so yep. that's like the intersection of sports and technology and Boston being jerks. A lot of things I. <laughs> 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 I'm like so the 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 Patri- the little bit I know about football. The Patriots are huge cheaters. It's baseball, right? Uh, Patriots are football. Oh, Tom Brady. I thought you said Red Sox. Oh, the Red Sox. I'm saying the the Red Sox cheat and the Patriots cheat. Oh, okay. Gotcha, and they're both gotcha. the team from Boston. Oh, yep. gotcha, gotcha. But they also both win too, which um, looks like cheaters win, as we all know. Uh, so basically, like uh, I guess th- some dude in second base or whatever, or like or, or some guy watching TV, like sees the signs that the 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 catcher is throwing, and then he like sends it to his Apple Watch to some other guy, and then the team knows what they're doing, which is cheating officially. <laughs> wow. Yeah, and they got in trouble for that. All right, uh, next topic: hurricanes, freaking hurricanes. So we uh, we covered the hur- hurricane in Houston last week, and w- uh, we live in Orlando here, so we've got Hurricane Irma coming up, yep. just right up the middle, right up the middle, right up the spine of Florida, right up the spine of Florida, just freaking uppercut, just like about to do God knows what to the to, to the to the state. Mm-hmm. How worried are you guys about this? It fluctuates. I think right now I'm uh, getting better. Because the yeah. latest results have shown that the wind speeds are a little bit lower for Orlando and uh, Hurricane itself is traveling a little slower. So hopefully it weekends quite a bit more. Yeah. The thing you so Johnny actually sent out something that he got from like the weather service or whatever that really made me feel a lot better about this. So oh, like, well, what was that? I think you sent it this morning. Uh, just about the lower wind speeds and such. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I was like, <sighs> yeah. Well, really, my whole thing is like, one, I don't want the wind speeds to be too bad because I want everybody's homes to be fine or whatever. But I also don't want it to hit Orlando until after my flight. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You fly out tomorrow, right? I fly out tomorrow at 11. Oof. The airport shuts down at 5. Is that right? Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, so I'm just like on the hairy edge. I've been like looking at all these plots like like trying to do the math. I'm like, okay, so my fingers are two inches apart. The hurricane is two inches wide <laughs> yeah. on this thing. Like if it moves, <laughs> this, this, this moves. moves half inch. Half inch in 30 minutes on this uh, weather radar. Will it be at the Orlando airport by 11? Yeah. It could be there at 1130. <laughs> Not 11. Not 11. Um, so yeah, it's a, a huge, huge hurricane. Uh, so you remember hurricane, I don't even remember, but you, hurricane Andrew hit Miami like way back in the eighties or nineties or whatever. 92. Right? And like decimated it. Yeah. Well, it really decimated one area of Miami. Oh, that, yeah, that was, was the mobile homes area? Well, it was Homestead. It really, mobile Homestead. I don't know if it was, I don't know if it was mobile homes, but it was, it was, uh, the, the construction of the houses was not what they are today. They oh, is that not, what it was? They're not block homes. Oh, I thought it was just you like know, the hurricane was so devastating. It's you know you have it's it's kind of like the 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 if you go to a third world country and you have like a category one hurricane and then there's like oh well, why did four hundred people die? It's like well you know if you live in yeah you know houses built out of infrastructure that can't withstand yeah, it. yeah. infrastructure can't withstand it then that's what you expect. Yeah. Which is interesting, right? Because so Hurricane Irma came through and hit the Caribbean like all these hurricanes do. Yeah, yeah. and I thought to myself, man, like. The Bahamas, like the Virgin Islands, like Cuba, get hit by like three hurricanes a year, like every year. Yep. But they're still there, and like they're—I mean—they seem to be functioning more or less 
mm-hmm. pretty good. I'm like, well, they must be either building their stuff out of like some super strong stuff, or they have it figured out. Cause it's never like 500 people die, right? It's just yeah, good building codes, I guess, out yeah. there. Well, yeah. Haiti's Haiti's still kind of like that. But, uh, oh, that's an earthquake that got them. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, yeah. So some of my friends are saying that they build their buildings out of concrete. Well, that we have block houses here, and you know, like that. When I was watching, it was like massive destruction in the Caribbeans, and I was like looking at the videos. I was like, those houses are still there. Yeah, you know? yeah. I wasn't. It wasn't like you saw like the whole entire island was covered in water, and then people were being swept out to sea, going, "Help me, help me!" Right, you know? right, right. Oh, you know what? That I mean, some of these smaller islands with a big storm surge. Yeah, that would have been the, like w- I would expect that. That's the worst. You have a small island and mm-hmm. a huge hurricane. That would be the worst. It would just wash you right out to sea, like the whole man. Anyway, but you don't really hear about that, so good for them. So, yeah. so what have you guys done to prepare? I guess you've bought tickets. Yeah, I'm leaving. Okay. <laughs> Is that? Uh, I put. Did, did you do anything to prepare the house? I put uh, garbage bags full of dirt at all of my doors. That's actually not a bad idea because if that's that's how the last hurricane, the last bad hurricane I went through, that's what happened. The wind blew the water underneath the door. Yeah, so I was like. I was like, oh, man, I want some sandbags. And then actually on my, when I was coming home from, from work, there was like people on the side of the road like grabbing sand off, off of like this uh, <laughs> off of this big hill full of sand and putting it in bags. I was like, oh. I, was like, I should I, do that. I was like so worried about sand being sold out at Home Depot, but I was like, oh, there's a whole beach. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I also have dirt. I have like basically the Florida dirt is basically sand. So I just like, I'll just uh, shovel someone's crap into a trash can and yep. throw it in front of my door. And I got hefty, uh, super strong, so I'm sure it'll be <laughs> hurricane first winds. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I did that. I put my uh, PlayStation in a in a Tupperware. <laughs> did you? Yeah. The important stuff. Yeah, exactly. It, it, you know, it's, it's like sad and happy at the same time. Well, not sad and happy. It's like basically sad. Like I'm a bachelor or whatever. So yeah. then I was like, okay, let me let me protect my most valuable items before, yeah, I, the before I take off. And I was just like, I put my PlayStation in the, in the bin and I looked around and was like, done. <laughs> 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 Uh yeah, basically. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I, I need, I need love. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> so yeah, so what you guys do to prepare? Both? Oh, you're super handy. So I'm like, your house is probably all boarded up. No, oh yeah, like you, a, you have a, some type of a cube that will like, absorb <laughs> the rain <laughs> and refocus no. it. And oh. th- that that bench you built outside, yeah, it's gonna withstand the hurricane force winds. Yeah, probably, it's not even gonna budge. <laughs> yeah, it, it is. It's like honestly, this house get ripped away. Pounds, the bench is still there. Uh, I will say that I haven't done much of anything, to be honest. Uh, you know, the, word, the way that uh, I've kind of looked at where my house kind of points, and uh, there are other houses to protect my house from strong wind. <laughs> you, you did your part. Collection. So <laughs> I just kind of looked and I said, I picked a pretty good place to live. I'm not going to get too bad. The only thing I'm really worried about is if it rains a lot. Yeah. And then, so where I live in this neighborhood, it's lower than where we are currently. And... Uh, if the floodplains aren't able to absorb enough water, then we could get some backups and we could probably potentially have some flooding. But I don't expect it to be like a uh, Houston situation. No. Yeah, Houston's just no. surrounded by lakes and, and yeah. dams yeah. and all kinds of and stuff. It's, and what happens is, because uh, there was a storm like where I used to come from, there was a, there was a storm like, like the Houston one. It just sat in a bay and basically it sucked all the water out of the bay and then and rained dumped it, it over there. and oh, dumped it. Oh, that's what happens. Whereas... Yeah, what Harvey did, yeah, that's right? What, yeah, that's what, essentially what Harvey... What Faye did a few years ago yeah. to us, too. And so what this one is, it's going to cover land, and there's no yeah, giant there's bay, there. there's no there's no water right. to kind of... Suck. So it's going to rain a lot, and it's going to be kind of thing, but I don't expect a lot of flooding. Yeah. I mean, with her... with with uh, You're going to have some strong gusts. I don't expect, like, boards to fly into trees and then, you know, shatter into millions of pieces and then 
you know, cars flying everywhere. I don't expect them at all. Okay. Well, that's all well, right. He did a math on it and he's not worried. So. Well, no. I, people calling me and they're like, <laughs> you got to get you got to get out of there. Oh, that's the other thing, right? Yeah. I, my, everybody in my family is, is checking. I mean, I don't want to say like, oh, my family loves me. <laughs> but like, Stop bothering me. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting a lot of calls and texts. One of my aunties is like going hard, like, get out of there now. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I have, a fl- I have a flight flying out. She's like, they're going to cancel your flight. You're going to be stuck. And I'm like... I, I, like the roads are bad now. Like yeah. it's it's a wrap. If I don't get on this flight, then yeah. Yeah. then I'm there. And she was like, "Get out!" I'm like, I'm "What do you want me to do?" Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, "I love you, Auntie." And she's like, "Get out!" I'm like, "I don't know what else to say." <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the big thing too about you know where we are right now is, you know, usually when you lose power and stuff, that it's because you, a line like a power line actually gets knocked down yeah. or something like that. Mm-hmm. Whereas here, everything's underground. So if there's high winds knocking stuff over. You know, we're still going to have our infrastructure available to us. I'm trying to think, Johnny. I, when I lived here, did we used to lose power in Big We storm? lost power here and there. Yeah. No generators for either for you guys? Uh, no, I don't think we're You stuck up on that. water? Yeah, I, um, we got some uh, Tupperware big bins mm-hmm. yeah. we can fill with water. We have a water filter that we go hiking you with. You can or you have? We will okay. if it gets that bad. But water is not going to be shut off like... Ahead of the storm, or during, you know, yeah, I think there'll be time. Well, the issue is that the, somehow the boo boo gets in the water before you know it. The boo boo, the boo boo. Oh yeah, the water contamination from the source itself. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. Then, you know, you, well, you, you we have a water filter too, so you get that text like, uh, you know, on day three of it, like, ooh, hey, we just found out the water's bad. You're like, oh, that's <laughs> why I've been puking out my guts. <laughs> yeah. Well, I got we so like hiking stuff. We have i, I we have iodine yeah. tablets. Yeah. And yeah. We got uh, that kind of stuff, and we have a bunch of bleach, so we can also use that. Yeah, I was trying to. I was like, how much bleach can you put in? So they used to do it. This was this was before they had like the 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 new filters. It's like a little. They would put little bleach tablets, so you can you can put like a certain amount of bleach in water and it'd be fine. Mm, okay, uh, okay. I'll finish this up here. Uh, there's also two more hurricanes. There's Hurricane Jose. Jose. I don't think that's going to come to Florida nope. per se, but the fact that there's three hurricanes in in the water right now is just like, hey, everybody, only by yeah. luck or whatever. Yeah. Are these are these things just not, not not like creaming us for sure? Even though uh, I, I think uh, Katya is yeah. gonna hit Mexico. Yeah, Mexico is getting all left up. Yeah, Mexico yeah. just had like one of the biggest earthquakes in uh, in their recorded history, an eight earthquake. Yep. And I'm like, I feel like a four is really bad, and then mm-hmm. it's like that. Uh, it's a logarithmic lot scale. Of scale. Yeah. So I'm like, that's a tell a big. Yeah. <laughs> it's really big. I haven't heard about like a crazy amount of a. Uh, Death coming out of that, or whatever, but it hit overnight. So I guess let's hope so. Check the news. Hopefully they're fine. Yep. Uh, oh, and uh, last thing, uh, JetBlue and some other other uh, f- airlines were capping yeah. their flights out of Florida at ninety nine bucks. And I say to them, "Good job, airlines." Heck yeah, get C- to them. Yeah, yep. c- coming together. Wish yeah. I had saw that before I bought my flight because that was expensive. <laughs> 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 but but I'm glad they did that for the other people. See, but yeah, you know, I think you raised a good point, airlines. Why do we have such low loyalty to airlines? I, you know, right? So I, I ha- I've signed up for like ten different yeah. rewards points, and I never get to any free flights because I just pick whatever airline is cheapest whenever right. I go somewhere. Yeah, but I have strong loyalty for other stuff like uh, clothing brands or product brands sometimes. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to airlines, ten dollars cheaper. All right, that last experience was horrible on this on this airline, but it's ten dollars cheaper. I feel like ten bucks. I'd, if it was ten bucks cheaper, I'd stick with one particular airline. Okay, but I'm saying yeah. like I'm saying yeah. like a hundred hundred fifty. At a time, so I'm like, yeah, that's yeah. not my loyalty is easily booked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's a there's a loyalty dollar, <laughs> and you go past it. But there are some airlines I will not fly, so I won't fly Spirit, Spirit or Frontier. Well, <laughs> no. well, you're a giant man. You should no not be one. on Spirit. <laughs> yeah. Frontier too? 
Uh, they're probably heard Frontier. They're speeders. cheap. They are cheap. Yeah. And I was like, man, like when I shop for Frontier flights, I'm like, man, these flights are cheap. There must be something going on here. That's what it is. All right, and that is the news. For all of us here at News Center 4, I'm Ron Burgundy. You stay classy, San Diego. And uh, we'll be right back after this. <laughs> Welcome back to the Hunto Show. I'm Bo. I'm Lance. I'm Johnny. Well, hey, guys. So if you don't know, and maybe you will now, I'll be a new daddy. And uh, <laughs> Wait, you don't consider, you, do you consider yourself a dad now? Um Yes. I mean, your wife is pregnant, right? So technically, yeah. there's a baby there. Ba- baby's somewhere. still in there, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know if it's so. Just like my my baby is going through a just gestational period, mm-hmm. or um, I, I don't think the caterpillar in the in the the cocoon. I'm in daddy cocoon stage. Oh, there you go. <laughs> right now, does your baby have bones yet? Uh, I think so. Yes, actually, hey. I think it, the baby gets the bones in the early thirty weeks. Hey. So it's either, no longer, it's longer a baby either nugget, it's, it's yeah, a it's a yeah, baby wing. Yeah, it's not, it's not like cartilage. It's not a gelatinous goo. It's now baby with bones. <sighs> Your worst fears are over. Uh, well, actually, I don't know if the baby has bones. We didn't do an yeah. X-ray, so it could be a. You got a thing with babies? I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, have you settled on a name yet? Don't say it if you have. Uh, no. Okay. No, we have a we have a list, and mm-hmm. then every day we just say, "How about nah, 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 nah," and so. We'll, uh, Are you confident you're going to have this settled on before this baby is born? No. Oh, <laughs> no. Baby Ray should get a name. Uh, no, you can't. Uh, it's Blakely. <laughs> um, so uh, I went, and since I don't know anything about rearing children um, or you know much about taking care of, of small, uh, helpless uh, humans, I went and did a daddy boot camp. Oof. Yeah. So, mm. so somebody's yelling at you. Drew Sarkin is yelling at you the whole time. You yeah. love your child, Maggot. You better wake up and put this nipple in this child's mouth. Do you understand me, soldier? <laughs> you call that a swaddle? <laughs> <laughs> put that diaper on blindfolded. Yeah. So that's uh, so essentially what the the class is pretty short, but uh, it was three hour class, and the main thing uh, that was emphasized in the class was. Uh, Pavlovian response training, right? Mm. Huh. You do you do this thing over and over again, and your baby will, your child will pick up on this on your behavior, just whether like you a like dog, it or not. just like a dog, essentially. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and so you know that's kind of it's. I don't know if that's com- common sense or not. Um, like if you were to say, and nothing's common. Yeah, I, nothing's I, I, common. Like, don't expect anybody to know anything. Yeah, and <laughs> he talked about there are like things like. Uh, uh, we talked about um, okay, so you want your child to sleep in its own room, right? After six months, but usually what happens is before from zero to six months, it's usually sleeping sleeping in the same room as you, and then at six months, if you just kind of go okay, you go into I the wash my hands. I of wash you. my hands. You you are now. I've done all the raising I'm going to do. Six months, you're going into your own room, and then the kid, you know, obviously has a hard time now sleeping in his own room mm-hmm. whereas what you're supposed to do is you know the slow transition every day you kind of take him over like there in the hallway for a couple of weeks and yeah then <laughs> we just kinda, every day he's kind of a little one foot out <laughs> and you're like, okay that's that's good put a little, put a little chalk chalk mark where, you, <laughs> where he sleeps <laughs> yeah get a little laser pointer yeah, a little longer so then after that then we did uh more practical things um where we learned how to which I've never done this before. I've never changed a baby. You never changed a diaper. I've never changed a diaper. I'm guessing you guys have. It's been a while, but yeah, yeah I used to babysit my niece when she was a baby. I was like ten. I changed her diapers all the time. Yeah, yeah. So I've never, I've never done these things. So I learned how to do it, and we learned on a real baby. Really? Who's volunteering their kid for so that? The, <laughs> that's why. That, yeah. That's a weird part, man. 
So it was the the teacher, the teacher's kid. He brought his kid in, and he was like, "You're gonna change my kid's diaper." And uh, so, you know, all the, all the dads out there have changed diapers. Uh, he basically fed the kid. He let the kid uh, go into the bathroom, go bathroom on on his diaper, and then I take it out and change it. And he was like, "Okay, press the noodle down." And I'm like, "I got it. Am I gonna wait? Am the, I gonna do this?" The noodle. <laughs> the noodle. You know what the noodle is. No, I don't. Okay, don't well, think about it for two seconds, Jack. Yeah, <laughs> I just want you to it's say it. It's a baby it. boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I was like, okay. But you press it down, no, yeah. up. You don't press it up. What are you gonna get pissed in the face? <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, depends. Which, do you press it away then? Yeah. Put it in his face. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so he <you> learned. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so basically, I I did all that on on the that on the instructor's kid. baby on the instructor's baby. Wiped the baby down. You know, switched out the diaper. And how'd you feel? Well, I f- it was I was wait, like, am wait. I really doing this with someone else's kid? But uh, afterwards, you know, I, it wasn't that bad. So hey, I can change you. a diaper. It's pretty straightforward. Has your wife changed diapers? Is she, yeah, is she's, she's probably changed diapers. Probably. Yeah. Well, I, we haven't talked about it. We don't go. How many diapers you changed? So I feel like that's a thing you guys should kind of. Uh, do you do you feel like uh, you're going to be splitting this baby work 50 50 70 30? Yeah. Do you not want to say on the podcast? Be, it's probably going to be more like. Uh, she does about, I want to say between 50 and 90%. And then I'll do between 10 and 50%. All right. So, All right. <laughs> yeah. Let's, uh, let's, let's revisit this topic once, uh, once you have the baby and see yeah. what the actual <laughs> the percentage really is. Are you t- well, how long are you taking off? Uh, it's about six weeks. Okay. Yeah. So I think the way we've kind of broken it down now, this is a daddy talk, I guess, but, uh, is, you know, she'll feed the baby. What she can clearly, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't really she do that. Got, much. She's got the milkers, <laughs> and then what I'll do is probably uh, clean the baby and change her and, and burp him and stuff like that. So, yeah. so it'll be like we kind of tag team the baby with that. That's yeah. what I'm thinking. What we're gonna do, and then you'll be imparting uh, some some Huto knowledge on into yes. him from uh, like, yeah. I'm gonna go what um what uh what has citizen is any <laughs> citizens of the society <laughs> done you wrong baby here's how game theory works <laughs> it's how game theory yep. <laughs> <laughs> wow, 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 wow. so so was a uh, baby boot camp free or is it thing you pay for it's like 25 bucks okay that's not bad yeah. through the yeah. hospital or uh yeah okay yeah and how many people were there six total oh it's not many yeah yeah i was wondering i was like is the guy letting i was like how much poo can this, this guy's kid produce <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> in, a, in one classroom <laughs> yeah and it was it was like you know uh, Everybody had to do like something to take care of the baby, so it was it was pretty good for that. So, did you learn anything else? Like any other unique insights coming out of that? No, actually, the one thing I did want to learn was, and I th- and I thought this was going to be more of the, you know, I'm more of a, I don't want to say I don't know if it's like a nuts and bolts type of guy. I kind of want to be like, okay, you get to the hospital it's, uh, and then, noodles and <laughs> <laughs> noodles and bolts. <laughs> yeah, noodles and nuts, and. Uh, so you get to the hospital and then the timeline goes, okay, your wife gives birth. Okay. Afterwards you take the baby home and then, you know, you, this is how you take care of the baby for, from zero to this month. Then you have development cycle and Mm -hmm. you know, these are the things that you do to track the development. This is, you should have a poo log or whatever that people do. I thought it was going to be more like that. And it was more just like people talking and being like, like a support group. Yeah. It felt more like a support group kind of deal. So I think that's that's probably I mean that's useful yeah like it, and I thought it was useful but it wasn't what I guess was expecting. Now you need a book for that. I think I think uh, what yeah. you're looking for is a book. Yeah, I, th- I think I probably should. You know, what I thought I was gonna get more technical information of, out of it instead of more of uh, like the soft skills. I guess. Yeah. 
It's kind of funny. Like I, I've I've heard of some of our friends who's become fathers or mothers, and before they had their first baby, they're like, okay, so they learned all the steps, yeah. how much food they should be consuming, when they should be sleeping, and so forth. Mm-hmm. So then we've got the apps to track it and all that good oh, stuff, app, right? Apps. Yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, yeah, it's, it's probably prevalent out there by this point. Yeah. And it's funny, like after like two days, they're like, oh, forget it. The baby will eat when it <laughs> wants to eat. It'll eat as much as it wants to eat. Yep. And it'll sleep when it wants to sleep. And that's it. We just we just wing it the whole time. That's funny. I, th- I think I'm gonna yeah. like go into the whenever I have a baby, I'm like gonna go into a sober period. I'm gonna have it all down, like a, a checklist and all this stuff like that. Just going, yeah. <laughs> as you guys know, I'm like I'm pretty anti germ or whatever. But like mm-hmm. I see these parents like digging in their kids' nose and just like yeah. like the, the lady who's like that chocolate or poop and puts it in her mouth like <laughs> chocolate. Mm. <laughs> I was like, man, I feel Ooh, I don't feel close like close call. I, uh, <laughs> I don't feel and like I'm ever going to get like that. Too. <laughs> but I'm like, I, I get that you can't be grossed out all the time, by yeah. it or whatever, and it, it'll change me. But I don't know if I want to. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I've seen quite a variety in how parents deal with the pacifiers that that fell to the ground. Mm-hmm. Some parents don't care; just stick it right back in the baby's mouth. Some are like actually wash it with soap. Some would just dip it in their in their water cup. You know. Yeah. Yeah. No. So it all depends on. Uh, uh, Bleach wipes. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what I got you? I got you. I just gave both baby stuff. Uh, you gave me. Was yep. it a pacifier? Yeah, you got a holder. pacifier. Okay. And this looks like this goes over like a, um, like a water bottle actually. Oh, okay. So that's kind of. Nice. I got my other my other friends just had a are having a baby too. I got them like a pacifier uh, holder or something. Mm-hmm. So because I was like, cause I'm really worried about the pacifier getting dirty. So. Oh yeah, there's there's a part you know I I kind of think about it a little bit that. You, you as a kid, you don't, you have a weak immune system, but you have to, your immune system is going to get stronger as you get older and mm-hmm. you kind of have to, uh, what is it like test it, test it. Yeah. 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 To strengthen you it. have to like exercise your immune system. So mm-hmm. I don't know exactly how I'm going to. Yeah. Just, uh, take a, that. take a spray bottle and then, uh, every so often scrape one of your dog's fur into it and then some dirt from the outside and then like, uh, some, some random crap <laughs> from your Make car. A tea. <laughs> <laughs> Swirl it up and then spray it on your kid before before bed twice a week. Yeah, <laughs> sounds like a witch's brew. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Please don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I when I when I was in college, I took a tour of a um, water treatment facility. Oh man! Right, and so the guys that worked there, they were like, you know, the guys that work here, or like um, the the guy that was giving us a tour, he was telling us that all the people that work at the water treatment facility have very good immune systems. Because every so often, oh wow, yeah, they'll get yeah. a face full of no water treatments. No, no, that's it's not. It's not like these really nice. It wasn't a really nice water treatment. Well, I, it's I a guess, small community. I guess the way you describe it, like a face full of this thing, like what every so often did you get splashed with poo water in their face? Well, yeah, so I they're, mean, they're exactly okay. So yeah, so the, it's these big, big tanks essentially, and they let plants grow into it. And they're going monitoring these plants, these these uh, tanks, <laughs> and then you have a surge of runoff essentially go into them mm-hmm. you know it's it can splash <laughs> around i guess yeah. I'm, I'm kind of picturing two whenever there's a, a run at chipotle yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> i kind of picturing two co-workers playing a practical jokes like one guy like leans over the vat and the other guy goes up behind them and just pushes him in or something he comes out the joker <laughs> <laughs> well. the toxic waste man comes out oh man <laughs> a toxic avenger yeah, <laughs> Okay, well, hey, Bo, uh, keep us abreast of uh, how things are going. Abreast? <laughs> or two, yep. about how things are going and you're, uh, <laughs> as you grow into fatherhood. Yes. Yeah, man. We'll grow with you. <laughs> oh, goody. I'll tell you all the adventures. All right, we'll be right back. All right, welcome back to the Hunter Show. Johnny. Bo. Michael 
Jackson. Much lighter voice, <laughs> I think. Uh, Michael Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> it's more like Shaquille O'Neal there. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Pass me the ball, Kobe. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I got big feet. <laughs> <laughs> All right, for the leadership segment, uh, and I will work on getting a name for this segment here. That's a bit more snazzier, but... There you go. The concept I wanted to pitch to you two today is from the Colin... Colin Powell book I read. Ah. Um, it worked for me. So, fantastic book. Highly recommended. Tons of story, uh, which makes it very easy to digest and, you know, visualize and be entertained with, as well as getting some great lessons from my great leader. I read this book, too. Hey, yeah. Perfect. Okay. Yep. And I did, too. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. We have a... I didn't read it. Audio. Audio book. That, that, that oh, counts. yeah. That counts. We could spend 30 minutes okay. on that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It counts. Okay. <laughs> well, fantastic. We'll, we'll, we should have a robust conversation here, then. Relying on my memory for that. To the <laughs> <laughs> so somewhere around chapter five-ish, he presents a concept called the point of decision. Okay. Okay. So in a, in a nutshell, what is it, what it is is where should you be to maximize your decision making, right? Is it in the back where you get a good view of everything mm-hmm. or is it in the front of the lines with your troops? Now, during walkabouts, should it be wandering around just seeing where you go or should it be a specific place at a specific uh, time? You know, when making these decisions, does it require a face-to-face or it can be done via phone or email? So the concept of the point of decision as far as maximizing your effectiveness with whatever Mm -hmm. it is you're doing, right? So at a macro level, I would imagine that's what's the point of decision in our life right now? Where should we be in our life at this age, you know, to set set ourselves up for the rest of our whatever professional lives or personal lives or whatever it is? Okay. And all the way down to the micro level, the point of decision. We have a hurricane bearing down on us. What should we be doing right now? Podcasting. Playing video <laughs> games. <laughs> Probably what I'll be doing later. <laughs> Playing video games. Yeah. I'll be editing this. <laughs> so, I, I don't know. So, it's, I don't, do you guys have thoughts about that as far as like yeah. on a macro level, maybe? Like, what's the point of decision? Where should we be? Concentrating our time and effort um, right now. So you're I, about to be a father, so yeah, that answer is kind of obvious, maybe. Well, so I, so I, the, the leap from, I guess, like where my personal life is versus where you should be in a decision point. Because I'm more thinking of, like, I'm in an organization kind mm-hmm. of deal. I'm not really thinking like, uh, where should I be to plan the rest of my life. So I'll go back up from, let's say, I'm a military leader, a Colin and it, it would come from the timing of or how fast I have to respond. So let's say I want to do a very strategic plan. I would do that from the back. I would say this is what I'm going to be doing to, to strategically plan for, you know, the next six months or something like that. Mm-hmm. I would be in the front if I would have to, have to be nimble in my decision. So it's near the point I've made my plan, right? I start to enact it. I am now at the gates with the enemy. Right, mm-hmm. I'll be in the front to say that's the best place to go. Boom. So that's the way that I would think about like the the point where you make the decision. It's got to be a tough call. Like, so using a military analogy in today's type of warfare, are you in the Pentagon behind these computer screens with a bunch of a bunch of analysts telling you what's happening on the ground with some satellite photos, mm-hmm. or should you actually be in Afghanistan? Who me? In AC, <laughs> <laughs> I got a, uh, I got two stars for all that, uh, yeah. for all that desert. <laughs> uh, yeah, so 
I think uh, I I think I'm more of a big picture kind, big picture kind of guy, so I think I'd uh, probably be more. Well, I mean, also depending on on what it calls for too, right? But I think you probably for something a big organization like that, you're gonna need both sets. You're gonna need a a big picture guy, uh, strategy and tactics. You know, mm-hmm. doing both. So I think the uh, the big picture guy needs to be taking input from the guy who's on the ground. Otherwise, you're mm-hmm. gonna probably miss the uh, the trees for the forest. But um. I think personally, I'd probably been better suited for the. Uh, I guess I could probably do both. I can implement stuff too. I'm awesome. I can do both. It's fine. I'm a good leader. <laughs> Next segment. <Done. laughs> Next segment, please. So, what about our personal lives a little bit? Mm, Is there pers- a point of decision to be made there as far as like. Um, Again, I think Bo's easy. He's, he's about to become a father. The point of decision for him is, hey, I got to buckle down and start focusing on... What? You did the daddy boot camp thing. What is point of decision again? Point of decision. Like, the where should you be to make the most um, impact, the most if, uh, effective result occur, whatever the situation mm-hmm. is? Aren't you, by definition, always on the ground in your life? It's pers- Well, the personal life, it's 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 kind of hard uh, to, to, I guess, separate the being in back and being in front. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, I, I'm not sure this is a good example, but like, so yesterday was the last day at our workplace mm-hmm. before um, everybody went home to go prepare for the hurricane such, yep. right? Yeah. So, you know, I'm kind of cramming a little bit. I got a lot of tasks that I need to um, work on or kind of get it in place before I go off. Um, but at the same time, I've got employees that, you know, I kind of want to see how they're doing. Mm-hmm. Are they prepared? What are their plans? You know, all that stuff. So there there was a decision to be made. I, do I spend the last two or three hours at, at work at my desk sending out emails and wrapping things up? Or do I just walk around a little bit? Which one is more impactful? Which one would actually lead to a greater yield of results in the long term, perhaps? Mm, I'd say probably walking around. Yeah, I probably would be more with walking around. You you get that FaceTime with your uh, subordinates. <laughs> so, so you, should, you should definitely like if there's some information that needs to be disseminated, yeah. like send that out so that they have a record of it. I'm a big, I'm a big fan of that. And then uh, I don't know, then go waste everybody's time at talking to them while they're trying to get ready for the last day. Yep. <laughs> like, so how you doing? Exactly. Like, Everybody's trying to get, get work done. <laughs> no, 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 sit and talk. Yep. So, so I think that's what the point of decision concept is about. Like, yeah. So where do you need to be to you know get things done? I think I would benefit from taking a step back and and looking at my life on on the whole, like you know here and there I've had to do those where do you see yourself in five years things and I've never had a good answer I've just made crap up. Yeah, I don't even know where I'm going to be in two weeks. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, but there's also two different things too, like your point of decision. So, so I think <laughs> the kind of thought that goes into your two week plan and your five year plan is pretty different. Yeah. But I'm not doing either. <laughs> yeah. So I'm just like, uh, and so looking backwards, I'm like, where will you be in five years? Same spot, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, uh, yeah. That, like I think a lot of people do feel that way too, where they'll look back in their lives and be like, "Well, I didn't think I'd be here still, perhaps, but here I am." And is, and is it because of that? Uh, it does, it's not helping. Like, uh, I mean, yeah. some people will get lucky and, and an opportunity will will land on their doors, and some people you gotta yeah. scrape and scrounge and and fight for every little bit of a uh, upward mobility you got. And it turns out I'm one of those scraper and scrounger types. I, I need yeah. to be a scraper and scrounger, but I'm not. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. And that's why I'm doing fine, but you know. Yeah, you're doing great, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I guess the podcast going pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> like the, the point of decision for me and, you know, I guess my personal life is, you know, you take a step back and you look and, you know, for me, it's just kind of like, 
you know, I'm sitting there, you know, watching TV or something like that. And, I'm, and then I sit and I think, huh, you know, it'd be cool in like a couple of years if I did this. And then, you know, I go back to watching TV and I, and, you know, whenever those decision points kind of come about, I guess I try to steer myself closer to, you know, that kind of specific goal mm-hmm. at that point. Um, but it, it doesn't seem like it's, it's more of like, I guess you're flowing down a river, right? And then I just kind of say, okay, well, it seems like the trend is going this way. So I'll, I guess I'll kind of follow, um, follow that path. Mm-hmm. And then hopefully it lines up with whatever my, you know, kind of half-ass goal. Is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like so, at the end of the river, you ended up in, uh, in, in paradise instead of uh, falling off that waterfall. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's kind of how you, you go. You just kind of say, well, you know, let's, looks like things are going to go in this way. Yeah. I'll try it out. If there's a, if there's a waterfall at the end of it, you know, I, I can live. It, is that the mindset though? Like, so that's a great analogy. So you're flowing in this river. Yeah. Right. Well, it's probably I think most people. I think most people are, are just floating in a river. Just floating in a river. Either, like, sometimes the river's moving fast. Sometimes it's not. Like, yeah. they're, like they're in a uh, what was the thing? Those inner tubes. Okay. Yeah. 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 Those inner tubes with a beer cup holder. Yeah, I'm definitely just... with a beer in the cup holder. Smirnoff Ice, go on that. Yeah. I'm kind of you know pissing myself, like looking around. Really pissing yourself? Just flip over. There's a, there's a whole lake right underneath. No, I just what you do is you just kind of dip your butt a little lower, and you kind of look yeah, around. Yeah, that's why. What? Were you picturing you know, like a little stream his, popping out? I thought his noodle was facing straight up. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. Get pressed down the noodle. <laughs> I'm sorry, you were saying. <laughs> yeah, so so most of society are in it. In inner tubes. Mm-hmm. Yep. What about the people who are in kayaks? Ah, there you go. You know, yeah, random like, people w- with an actual oar. Yes, yeah. that's what it's called. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or you know, like controlling where they're going, and maybe there'd be certain moments in the stream where the, it does make sense to just let go and just let the stream take you. Yep. But at other moments, they're like, "Oh, I see a waterfall to the left. I will use my oar and paddle to the right." Yeah, I like it. I like it. Some some people are in power boats, but the key is you gotta see the waterfall too. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, see, it's coming. The the guy in the inner tube be like, just chilling, looking up at the sky. Then all of a sudden, whoop, <laughs> yeah, just and, drops and out it, from underneath them. And it's and you know I don't really think of it more like motorboats and powerboats and and kayaks. I more think the, the of metaphor like, is getting stretched. The, Ooh, the guy powerboats. I like this. The guy is uh, sitting there. So I'm the guy with the beer, and it's <laughs> and it's you know I see a whole bunch of people going that way, and I and I'm like, eh, and I do a couple splashes, you know, like, <laughs> and then I go to this tributary or something. And I'm like, yeah, this is okay. <laughs> Whereas some people are just like, nope, and then they're taking both their hands and digging in, yeah, uh, yeah. and they are moving themselves where they want to go. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I'm just the you know little decision. Uh, this way this is pretty close a little this is close enough stick your hand in the water make, yeah. a, little, make a little rudder <laughs> yeah, yeah that's right uh yeah i mean i i, I still don't think i necessarily okay so where you give me a good example johnny like where are you with your decision point of decision so my point of decision i think so in the personal project aspect i'm like okay so this year i think the point of decision for me is try to maximize a variety of stuff for instance this podcast another podcast working on my journal working on some apps so, t- yeah, you are doing a lot. So, so, so this year's um, purpose is kind of like a splatter of ideas and see what sticks and which ones are worthy to pursue continually into next year. It's the spaghetti method. Spaghetti method. Is yeah. that what it is? I don't know. I'm just thinking. It's like throwing pizza at the wall. Yeah. What <laughs> no. Spaghetti no? at the wall. Who throws a pizza at the wall? People throw pizza at the wall. No, they yeah. don't. They throw spaghetti at the wall. That That's a game, actually. You, you, you both throw a pizza at the wall and you count down and see how long it takes to fall down to the floor. I feel you know what a pizza is, right? Yeah. It takes 
<laughs> it takes the amount of, like I'm just making this up. Yeah, I, was, yeah. I didn't know where I'm going. This I, I was actually, I mean, I was hoping you were making that up. That is. I was just thinking myself. Like, maybe pizza dough, but like nobody's throwing pizza. One, I'm mad. That's waste pizza. <laughs> That's a waste of pizza. Yeah, pizza yeah. I think we're agreeing on that one. An American treasure. <laughs> well, see, I like Supreme, so mine wouldn't stick as much as if you had like pepperoni and cheese. Actually, maybe if it's like really, I don't. I don't. We're wanna, really digressing. I don't want to waste time. It's a big waste of time. <laughs> So yeah, so this year is the spaghetti method, uh-huh. and then next year is buckling down to the, and honing into one of those two things, one or two things, you know, to really focus in on to make the most of. Mm-hmm. So next year's point of decision is going to be a little different, where it's not spaghetti, it's going to be about, so if I do the app, like the point of decision is going to be, well, I'm going to have to dig deep into apps now and do a storyboard method and work with people to do that and find a vendor to build the app and, you know, so it's just a different focus kind of. Well, we'll keep uh, following that and see where it goes. All righty. And we'll be right back after this. Welcome back to the Hunter Show. I'm Bo. I'm Johnny. And I am Taylor Swift's biggest fan. Oh, that's good. Heck yeah, you are. <laughs> and now it is time for our world-famous pop culture segment. So what's new in the world of pop culture for you, Lance? Well, for me, let's see. Oh, I finished uh, season two of Preacher. Uh, super good show. Yeah. Love it. Better than the first? Mm. Is it trending up, down, same? Same. 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 It's the same quirky thing. I still like all the characters. Uh, It's still good. I recommend it uh, to people. All right. Let's see. uh, Books. I don't know. I got a whole bunch of books I'm reading right now. Nothing uh, too too poppy. I read that Steve Bannon book, uh, you know, and I read, uh, I'm reading a book now about Thomas Jefferson. Uh, Not the nicest guy. (laughs) I guess if you were like a, you know, not a slave, it's pretty cool to you. Okay. And um, let's see. Got a bunch of comic books I'm going to try to read over the uh, over the hurricane break here. And um, that's pretty much all I got going on as far as like my actual pop culture intake stuff. Oh, I think I'm going to try to watch The Defenders too. I'm going to finish Hannibal and then start The Defenders. Mm, all right. Yeah. So that's can't, me. Yeah. Can't say any of that's terribly exciting, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I guess the Inhumans have been not doing too well. Is it oh. is, is that it the one with the big dog? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Is it in yeah. theaters? Yeah. It, it, Labor Day weekend theaters, and it did horrible. I guess. Like, yeah. That was like the one. That, like Labor Day weekend apparently is already notorious for low box office earnings, and this is like even worse on top of that. But there's nothing out right now. Well, this week the Hitman's Bodyguard. There's some good movies out right now. I don't think there are. No, there's um, uh, Hitman's Rip- Bodyguard. Like is an okay movie, and it's one like three weeks in a row because uh yeah there's nothing else out there there's nothing, there's nothing else out there's, there's uh lucky logan which we discussed already which is mm-hmm. high ratings there's a uh, wind river i think it is i'm really excited for that one but go on <laughs> 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 i forgot what the writer was i think the same people who made uh sicario and hell or high water perhaps? oh that movie with yeah. uh with old uh, fastbender no sicario? this was no no th- that's like al pacino right now, Sicario was uh, Benicio del Toro, oh, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and Emily smokes a blunt. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, Wind Rivers with uh, Jeremy Renner and um, uh, the Olsen. Girl, Olsen, yeah. Elizabeth? Elizabeth Olsen, thank you. Yeah. yeah, they're up in Alaska maybe trying to hunt a killer perhaps. Yeah, that's, that'll be a real so. good one for Netflix because yeah. uh, Jeremy Renner. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> no star power on that guy. Like he, he gets treated like he has star power, Yeah, but I don't think he's got star power. So, so uh, as far as uh, my consumption, I've watched uh, Baywatch. Recently. Oh, hey, what'd you think? I thought it was better than I thought. It wasn't amazing. 
it was very goofy. So I, 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 I can see if you're a Baywatch fan growing up that this was like a mockery mm-hmm. to you. Mm-hmm. But if it's just new to you, this is just another raunchy comedy. That's yep. all it is. And you said the um, we were talking about the plot earlier, I think, before you got here, Lance, and how it could mimic real life, right? What? You're Go talking on. about it's drug running, right? Oh, yes, 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 yes. Yeah. I was like, which part of this? <laughs> so, what do you think it, like, yeah. it could be a real thing? Well, so Bose guy theory going I got a on theory. Here. Okay, I'm, I'm I'm game. Okay, so oh, we, we go. the 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 current big thing that's happening in Florida is the hurricane. Yes. So who doesn't go out in hurricanes? Police. Oh, I guess. And guess who could uh, benefit from having benefit, no police? Yeah, from no police. Drug runners. That's right. You're going to see big old smuggling operations going on in the middle of a cat. Five hurricane. Yep. I guess if you time it right, you could just like uh, t- tie some meth to a paper airplane and throw it into <laughs> the air. <laughs> yeah, it just kind of goes. <laughs> It'll go around and. Uh, oh, if if you can launch your boat right in the middle of the eye of the hurricane, just ride it, <laughs> ride it all the way to Miami. <laughs> yeah. That's where that's where the coca comes from. <laughs> Miami, Miami. Uh, so so you say the I don't talk about it. But you say the cops <laughs> don't go out in the, in the hurricanes, or whatever. But I just yeah. saw a bunch of different like uh, sheriffs departments who were like, if I. If you when you come to a shelter, we are going to ID you, and if you have a record, we're going to arrest you. Well, cops don't go out unless there's an emergency call, right? You, cops aren't just roaming the streets uh, in 100 mile per hour winds, you know. Well, I don't know, maybe, but I was saying they're they're saying that they're going to be posted up at at shelters, yeah. and then when you come trying to seek help, they're going to arrest you. Is what they've been saying. And I was like, man, that's a uh, ooh, that's pretty harsh. Yeah, it's like is that really the time for that? It's neither here nor there, but that's kind of a when is it not the time to catch a criminal? When when it's a life or death scenario, like if I have a warrant for traffic tickets and I am scared of seeking help because you're going to arrest me, I'm like, then some guy dies because he's got a a bench warrant out for uh. For I guess he shouldn't have parked illegally. Well, I'll tell you what, if I'm at a shelter, <laughs> just yes. kidding, I'm kidding. Well, you are. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would I would feel if I'm if I'm at a shelter, mm-hmm. right? That probably should have been a, a philosophical segment right here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, some some guy comes up there with all these parking violations. <laughs> mm-hmm. Get him out of there. Double parks his boat out front of the uh, <laughs> <laughs> out front of the shelter. Okay. So I did consume another piece of entertainment recently. Uh, it's an anime called uh, Sword Art Online. Oh, I, f- I watched the uh, first season of that. Yeah. What would you think? Yeah, pretty good. Really? Yeah, it's okay. pretty good. I enjoyed it. The concept of, uh, and the premise here, correct me if I'm wrong, Lance. Mm-hmm. I missed the first couple episodes. But the premise is basically... So wait, so why are you watching it from, from like episode five? Well, I, I watched the first episode. And I skipped one or two, I think, maybe because it's my girlfriend was watching it. Oh. But then she had it on. I was like, oh, let's keep watching it. So I just followed it on along. So the, the premise is you're in this virtual reality video game, massive online. There's an acronym for it. MMO Massively RPG. multiplayer online game. MMORPG. Massively yeah. multiplayer online role-playing playing game. I was like, I'm missing a couple letters. Yeah. So what you guys said, <laughs> right? So, and a villain comes in, um, hijacks it such that you can't escape the game, right? And you have to play all 100 levels to and beat a boss in every level all the way to the top. Yeah, but, but just it's like, like, it's like VR right? though. It's like VR. Okay. So like you're in there, yeah. you're pretty much immersed in like your body's asleep. Yeah. Yeah. So your body at this point has to probably be in a hospital. Somebody has to sustain your body, I guess. Because yeah, you you're in this game for so long, you can't escape. Somebody's mm-hmm. got to move your noodle for you every so often. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, so yeah, so that's the concept and you don't know what everybody else looks like in real life, but you're helping each other out or fighting against each other and getting consumed in this, um, alternate, uh, virtual world persona that you, that you may have. Okay. So you're like two years in this game, right? Stuck in the virtual reality world. Mm-hmm. And then you find some girl 
and you you're single when you go into the game or whatever, and you fall in love with some girl mm-hmm. in the game. But well, you think it's a girl, right? Uh, a pretty good looking girl in the video game. Does it matter to you if it's a dude on the outside? If it's a girl inside the game? Yes, it does. I yes. guess is my official answer. <laughs> yeah, okay. so, to say face, but <laughs> but I'm like, like does it matter? That's a stupid question. Of course it is. Really? Yeah. I mean, your love, your the personality. You you just got catfished. That's yeah. what that is. That's like a okay. virtual catfish. Well, you're assuming that you're out, that you're going to try to seek this type of thing outside the game too. If it's totally inside the game and you have no intention of ever coming out the game, doesn't matter. Well, I mean, it could be a robot. I guess. Same yeah. Thing. I'm gonna say, yeah, you fall in love with a robot. That, yeah. oh, okay, so the idea being you never leave the game. You'll leave the game, but like the the intention is not to meet up with this person outside of the game. Why wouldn't you? You fell in love with the person inside of the game. You're going to want to get to know this person outside. It could be a whole person. It could be a real skinny person. It could be, I don't know, a bad person in, in real life who's a good person yeah. in the game. That mm. would that would be pretty... Like you fall in love with this. You fall. You're like, hey, hey, girl, your avatar is pretty popping. And then you meet her. And you're like, I thought I loved you. And then you, yeah, yeah, it, it, it'll yeah. risk it. Like you can find out that you're real shallow. You know, just n- never do it. Yeah, it's or you scary. can at least just know you're real shallow and just and just live with yourself. Yeah. So yeah. if I guess my point is that I, I think you can. <clears throat> I'm wondering, you can fall in love in in, in virtual could. reality and have that be one thing versus like what you do in the real world yeah yeah but i don't I but i think this kind of it doesn't matter if it's a man <laughs> <laughs> but but i think it's 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 kind of twofold you know let's say you know you find this person they have this really great personality mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right <laughs> best friend you you go from you, you fall in love and you're like I, I, I girl i'm so in love with your mind <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah you could do that but like you know if you saw if if i, I saw a girl out. that didn't take care of herself right this is not good content. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, I'll just stop it here. No, I edit this out. I don't think I, I don't think we want to be portrayed as saying this stuff. <laughs> yeah. With so, if you guys were into this uh, virtual reality, would your avatars look very similar to who you are today? Mm-hmm. Like I'd in, probably in get rid life? of my my gut. That's probably what I do. But but you'd be a big, tall, white guy. <laughs> probably your avatar would be that. You wouldn't be switching it up to be like a like a blonde haired. Um, uh, lean skinny guy or something mm, i don't know i think it's uh you know if if um i wanted to be sincere about my gameplay i'd probably make it look like me but if i wasn't being sincere and it was just kind of mm-hmm. uh i'd probably change it up. so the idea we would all be kind of sincere uh yeah. i think my my when i started off i would probably make my avatar look as much like me as possible yeah, yeah. then maybe like down the line or whatever get a bunch of mods <laughs> yeah, you have sword arms. Yeah, that'd be sweet. Yeah, like a uh, like T two, T one thousand. But like, uh, I could, uh, I could see a scenario where I uh, change my avatar up just to either for the hell of it or for some type of t- strategic purpose. But I- if you knew you had to live with this avatar for like years and years and years, yeah, I I like me. I would want to yeah. look at me. You know, yeah, I might. Uh, what would I change? I don't know. Maybe I'd make myself less handsome so that I wouldn't be so intimidating in the game. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I guess we've also described the premise for um, that new Jumanji movie. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> feeling that comes out, but uh, pretty excited about that. That, that. that whole concept, too, about like, you know, four teenagers, when they go into the Jumanji world, they have these avatar that look like The Rock <laughs> and Jack Black, and, mm-hmm. you know, so that should be great. Yeah, say, I make myself look like The Rock. That's what I do <laughs> <laughs> with, uh, with beard. All right, uh, let's see. So, Bo, you watching or reading or seeing anything? Uh, nothing too much in pop culture stuff. I'm in baby land right now. Everything is, um... You looking forward to watching, like, uh... What was it, uh... 
these little baby shows uh no on, my, on repeat no my my kids are gonna be cool we're gonna be like true detective <laughs> westworld uh norseman <laughs> norseman yeah i start watching that by the way it's yeah. great is it yeah okay. it's great yep. it's only six episodes out yeah first season. i'll watch the first three 30 years. minutes or an hour uh 30 minutes yeah. oh, i watched the first week yeah i watched the first three episodes it's, it's hilarious <laughs> <laughs> all right so another pop culture news let's see what we got here uh, Taylor Swift attends her best friend's wedding, and then the booing starts. What happened? It says, amid one of the craziest weeks of her career, she took a break from uh, stirring internet frenzy to be a bridesmaid at the wedding of her high school best friend. Uh, let's see, let's see. Yada, yada. Oh, people at the wedding realize what a terrible person she is and boot her. <laughs> Why is she a terrible person? I don't like her. Uh, let's see. <laughs> what was that about? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that would that'd be kind of harsh. Okay, says so uh, She didn't like in DACA. <laughs> well, there's a different levels. It says dressing very much like the old Taylor, the ready for it singer, or a maroon floorling, blah blah blah. Given how everything Swift does these days is shrouded in secrecy, of course, diehard Swifties jumped at the opportunity to catch a glimpse of their idol and waited all afternoon. I guess like regular fans saw her at the wedding and so they like camped out. Uh but when the moment of glory came, bodyguards erected I guess she was making a speech. About to make mm-hmm. a speech, and when she was about to make a speech, bodyguards erected a makeshift screen to shield Taylor Swift from her adoring public and some paparazzi as she exited church and hopped in an SUV. That's when the crowd's temperament soured and the booing began. Taylor, we love you! Someone shouted. We mm. thought you loved your fans. Very disappointing. Not cool. Another oh. fan chimed in. Fake news. <laughs> oh, that's not that bad, though. Oh, yeah. I totally agree with that decision. Mm, I agree with the booing. But, you know, she, she's, she got an uphill battle trying to get win me over. In <laughs> <laughs> uh, other pop culture news, the uh, let's see, the terrorists have won because the Stephen King-inspired It movie comes out this weekend, and I am not looking forward to seeing all these clown billboards and uh, various other clown paraphernalia around town and uh, on Oh, TV. man, this is horrible for you. I, I really don't like clowns. So, so I have a... It used to be very, very authentic fear of clowns, and I feel like I'm still pretty scared of clowns. Like, I don't know now if yeah. I'm just like perpetuating what I used to be, where I really was scared of clowns, but I really don't like them. And it's because I saw the, the original like It movie when I was a little mm. kid, and it screwed me over. Yeah, that scary. one freaked me out too, but... Well, have you seen it now that you're older? Oh, hell no. No, I refuse. Really? Yeah, I mean, you watch it, and you're like, this was scary? Or... You can't overcome your fears. Mm, yeah. I mean, if you watch it's like it... I have it a fear just... of acid too, but it's like I shouldn't just <laughs> swim in it. <laughs> To make yeah. my, to get rid of it, but if you watch it now, it just looks like uh, Tim Curry, the guy that plays it. He's just he's just like I'm having fun. Oh, oh was he, was Georgie, he hamming it up. Yeah, Actually, Georgie, no, he's a balloon, Georgie. You know? I don't remember what scared me so bad about it, but I don't know, man. I don't it's like the concept. It. Yeah, it's a. It's, I don't like it. <laughs> I saw an episode of uh, Impractical Jokers recently. Yeah, you guys seen that show? I've yeah, seen the show. Yeah. yeah, it's hilarious. Okay, but so there's always one loser at the end. They make him do something ridiculous. Uh, and somehow he ended up going through this haunted house, right? So he has to go through room by room and blow out a candle before he finishes. So one of the first rooms is just a room of all these uh, clown dolls, Oof. like uh, life-size clown dolls. Life-size. Life-size clown like mannequins? dolls. mannequins? Yeah, like mannequins. <laughs> just laying down the ground, just in the corner and nope. a couple here and there, right? Nope. So he's like freaking out already. So he has to walk into the room and blow out the candle. And one of them is a real actor. Mm, and he gets nope. up, you know, it's just it's like, oh, Ah, Even if I was on the show, <laughs> and I knew it was uh, like I knew it was practical jokers, whatever. Yeah, I'm swinging on that dude, <laughs> <laughs> full full board. <laughs> I, think oh, a, okay. I think there's another room he walks into, out of the corner, steps out like a creepy girl. All right, and he's looking like at the, the girl. Uh, creepy Korean girl with the long hair. I guess kind of yeah. like that, right? Okay, Just, but uh, like out of the shadows, kind of somehow they they did it. 
And then the other corner steps out another girl. Looks they look like twins now, right? So two creepy little girls. Mm, and then nope. the Impractical Joker is like, I know you're an actress, but I will punch you. <laughs> I will really punch you if you get too close to me. Yeah. And the little girl starts laughing. They both start laughing in unison. Like, and, and they stick to the roles, which is impressive, first of all. They they, they walk like five steps closer in, in unison towards him. And he's like freaking out. He's like, I will punch you. <laughs> I will punch you in the face. Okay. Yeah. And then the, like, uh, like the last room is he has to walk up to a mirror and uh, he has to say Bloody Mary like mm-hmm. five times, whatever that thing is, you know? Mm-hmm. And so he's like, okay, okay, just do this. Just get it over with. And he says it five times, and uh, and then an arm reaches through the mirror and tries nope. to choke him. Nope. Oh, through yeah. the mirror. Through yeah, the mirror. Somehow, cool. Yeah, exactly. So it's a pretty good special effect. I thought you can go through the looking glass. I didn't realize you can go through mirrors yeah. either. Yeah. I, uh, I don't play with that stuff. Like, I don't I don't say stuff in the mirror. I don't uh, summon things. I don't yeah. think I would play a Ouija board if uh, one was presented to me. You don't look up uh, uh, demonic chants online and just practice them to yourself? Uh, not anymore. No. Okay. Nah. Hmm. Just that symbol. Hey, oh, hey, yeah. Johnny. So the, uh, the, the Orville... I, either, s- I just set the recording for that. See, okay, it hasn't came out yet. No, it uh, this next week I think is the first episode. Okay, so this is a uh, what's the guy's name? Seth MacFarlane. Seth MacFarlane's uh, like Galaxy Quest sitcom version. Yeah, and you think it's going to be good? No, I'm not saying that. Okay, it's a sci-fi show about space travel. You're obligated to watch it. Yes, I uh, got to. I f- fair enough. But fair a enough. new Star Trek is coming out soon too, though, right? Yes. But you're not going to watch that. I'm definitely watching that too. Oh, you're going to, but you got to like subscribe to the app or whatever. Well, the first pilot, I believe, is on CBS, the regular TV channel. So mm-hmm. definitely catching that, obviously. And for the rest of them, I'm not sure what I'm going to do yet. It's only 10 episodes, which means I only have to subscribe to CBS Online for two and a half months. Or it better be good for one yeah, month. Exactly. <laughs> or just wait six weeks and then just catch up that last month. Or wait, what, four weeks? Wait. Yes. 10 episodes, wait six weeks. Catch the last four in one month. And then four weeks later. Ah, yes. There it is. You already did the math. That's what I'm talking about right there. Yeah. Johnny's a good guy. Oh, a uh, thing that I'm interested in. <laughs> uh, Jaden Smith is uh, d- doing a star-studded anime <laughs> uh, for <laughs> what Netflix. Is what does that mean? Like, So it's j- so the first thing I saw was Jaden Smith is doing an anime. And, and I was like, uh, all right. And then like I'm watching the, tra- the trailer for it. And There's a trailer out. Okay. <laughs> yeah. and one, it, I mean, it looked like a regular anime. The animation looked a little bit crappier. Hmm. But... Um, but it was uh, interesting, and it seemed like it was like kind of black, which I thought was funny. Like one of the, it was like a, you know, like black anime style people. The one dude was like, like cursing and stuff. And I was like, <laughs> looks smooth to me. And then, but then they did the cast, and it was like uh, Susan Sarandon. What <laughs> Susan well, Sarandon? Blake Blakely's watching now. Yeah. And I feel like there was. Like, I'm trying to find uh, the cast. It had a bunch of people in there. Uh, shoot, 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 shoot. It's called the Neo Yokio. Mm, let's see. Sound like a video game Tamagotchi thing from the nineties. Okay, yeah, here we go. The actors we got um Richard Ayode, Stephen Fry, Steve Bashimi, Alexa Chung, Willow Smith, Ike Barinholtz. Uh none of these are big names, I thought. I was about to say so <laughs> bunch of B minus C plus. Amanda Stenberg. I like her. Oh really? Oh hey, the the uh the, the studio who made it is the people that made the animation in Kill Bill Volume One. When uh when when it went to like anime for Lucy Liu's character. Oh, yeah, yeah. And she was killing the uh, the bosses or whatever. Let's I don't know, yeah. but like the cat, the thing I saw had some some pretty, pretty big names, and I can't freaking. So find what? Um, did, is, is there a plot line to this thing, or like a setup? I guess. Okay, the city of Neo Yokio is the most populous urban agglomeration in North America, and a diverse labyrinth of cultural and architectural innovation at the forefront of global fashion and finance. 
Jane Smith plays the central character, Kaz Kan, the youngest member of a family of magic-wielding demon slayers known as Magistocrats, who apparently <laughs> liberated the city at some point prior to the start of the series. I like that. Although he continues to slay demons at the behest of his Aunt Agatha, Susan Sarandon, Kaz is more interested in field hockey as well as <laughs> mending his broken heart. Hey, you offer me offer me that. Netflix is just throwing money <laughs> at people. No. Yeah, I mean, they hope they're trying the yeah. spaghetti method. Like, if you if you have an idea, just go to Netflix and just be like, "Here's my idea," and they're like, "Fine, here's two million dollars, whatever," <laughs> and they're, they're just putting it out. And I think it's working. Like, there's yeah. a, like there's a lot of stuff out there, and I find a lot of people are liking these little niche stuff. And I'm gonna watch this, and I'm just like, Netflix is killing it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think it's funny how the. I feel like it should be like a guy who's like. Oh, I gotta go to field hockey again. I'd rather be slaying demons. <laughs> you know, he makes it sound like an accounting job or something. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I guess you gotta. You can only slay demons and pay the bills. You know, you gotta yeah. go get your education. Like Harry Potter still had to study in between <laughs> fighting uh, old uh, he who cannot be named. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no nose. Gotta get a real job someday. Oh, man. Okay. And uh, you guys got anything else? I'm good, man. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for listening to the Junto Show. Uh, please subscribe to us on whatever platform you're hearing this on. We're on iTunes and Stitcher, uh, and maybe some other places. Who knows? That's the only ones I know. Of. Oh, there you go. If you know of others, I can I can try to put one. You're setting it all up. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, go. To, you can check us out on our website, juntoshow dot com dot com dot com. Uh, please leave us five stars if you would, uh, and nothing else. If you if you think we're a four star podcast, keep that to yourself. I don't want to hear about it. Five stars are bust. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, and uh, we'll be back uh, next week with some more Junto show. Uh, sincerely from uh, the three of us, I'm Lance. I'm Johnny. We'll see you next time. Bye. See ya. <laughs>